It's time to maximize Facebook marketing for your business. Let's be overwhelmed. It's the Pin to Talk podcast with Anne Christine Peña Redondo. Facebook is one of the top social media channels in the world. Well, you know that by now for sure. If you want to reach the people who will support your products, services, and tell friends about your business, Facebook is one of your best choices. I have a Facebook marketing strategy that you may read at anchorsteen.com slash Facebook marketing after listening to this episode. This strategy works with consistency and patience. Commit to this strategy and you will meet your business goals through Facebook. But if you want to get help, I am a call away. Visit bit.ly slash apply to work with Anne Christine so you can tell me more about your business, its goals, and direction. If you're a good fit for my help, I will send you a link to book a call. Hi everyone, my name is Anne and as you know, I am a nuclear bomb of happiness. But let me tell you something. If you would like to know how to build a relationship with your followers stronger than Iron Man lifting a whole town and do it even if you're shy, introverted, and scared to death, also known as feeling like a fraud, talking to the public on Facebook, then this message is for you. With just one look at your Facebook page, I can immediately tell if your page says a lot about your superpowers or not. I can help you discover what's working and what needs to improve, just how I was able to do it for some of the big brands and businesses abroad. I am giving you the opportunity of a free, no obligation, 15-minute call with me. Mind you, this is more than just a Facebook marketing audit, branding critique, or mindset checkup. This is where you will embrace what your job or business entails, so you will have a clear and strong conviction about what you do without you losing your soul. Go to bit.ly slash unleash your superpowers and start unleashing your superpowers. Because you have it. Really. Yes, you read that right. Perry Belcher is my next podcast interview guest here on Pentatop Podcast. I wish I could tell you that there is something magical about Perry saying yes to the interview. But the truth is, there's none. So, if you're interested on how it happened, let me tell you the story. In February 2020, I attended Carla Singson's Small Business Millions 2 seminar. It's about building your brand, how you can earn with your authority as a person, as an, as an author maybe, or a speaker, how you can earn from that and build authority. And one of her speakers is Perry Belcher. The other one is Mitch Miller. I've seen Mitch many times and I've learned a lot from him. But Perry Belcher... The name sounds familiar, but not too much. And so I had to research who the guy is. And I felt so guilty that I didn't know him well. And so with that, I attended Carla's seminar. And there I met the man. 
During that time, I felt like the 15 or 20 people that were there, we, I felt that we were like thieves. Because here is this guy, uh, has done a lot of businesses, is so good in copywriting. I think he is one of the best living copywriters in the world right now. Has business ventures with anyone. And he's earning way, way, way more than the collective earnings of the people inside that room. Yet here he was, in the Philippines, in a small room, teaching us about what he does best. Selling and creating awesome offers. But then I guess that's, that's part of life. You never know who you're going to meet and how that person is going to be an influence in your life. And so that's the first meeting. I never I actually almost never slept during those two days of that seminar because of the nuggets and the lessons that and the applications that I need to to do to implement the the action plans that I that I had. But then this challenge came and I was still thinking of ways of how I can serve you, my listeners. So, I thought, well, I can ask Perry, maybe, to to have an interview on, to get him on my podcast as a guest. But he could be busy. Because everyone's busy, right? And so, I kept that in behind the many things that I do. And then one day... I saw Perry Belcher active on Messenger. And without battling an eyelash, I sent a message saying, Hi Perry, I wonder if you could spare some time for a podcast interview on my show. Now get this, when I said that, my mind was flooding with ideas. I was thinking on one side... He's gonna say no. He's busy. He has he has businesses to look to look after in these challenging times. He would say no. On the other hand, other part of me said, "What you did was good." At the end of the day, if he says no, then you, at least you ask. But he, if he says yes, then you're gonna have a very good problem. And well. It's history now. I guess you know what happened. Because in a few seconds, you're going to hear the part one of my interview. So, I told you, there's nothing magical about it. I wish there was. But then, that's the magic about not having magic, right? You're going to think it's complicated, but it's not. It's enough for my blabbering, let me give you the part one of my interview with entrepreneur, secret selling system guy, and one of the best copywriters ever, Perry Belcher. Thanks, Perry, for doing this. I'm so excited. Thanks for saying yes. You're more than welcome. Okay, so let's go with the questions. Um, you 
compared to the normal 2020 schedule that we are all supposed to have, uh, are right. you bus- are you busier now during the lockdown? I'm actually busier than I've probably been in five years. You know, wow. Uh, for a lot of reasons. I mean, I have some private clients that for the first week or so, week to two weeks, I had clients just freaked out, you know, and I invest in a lot of companies. Mm-hmm. So I had a lot of companies that I invest in or companies that were just people I advise, advisory clients, that they were just going through a normal freak out period, you know, and some were, some really had something to freak out about and some were just fine and they were just, you know, people were just panicked. I think through this whole thing, people have went through different periods of, I've had my own freak out periods, you know, I've owned, ah, what am I going to do? You know? And uh, I think everybody has a day every now and then where they're just kind of crazy. You know, it's just mm. kind of a crazy day and you're just watching too much news and you're hearing, you know, the world is falling and, you know, you can't do anything about it. So I was really busy with that. And then all the opportunities started coming. You know, there's just been a load of opportunity that's come my way since all this started. And I think part of it just, I got a little bit of my hustle back, you know, because I kind of was, you know, I've done really well the last couple of years and I sold a bunch of businesses last year. So I was in a really good cash position and I didn't really have to work. I could retire if I wanted to. And it, it lets you kind of, you kind of let your guard down yeah. and you don't hustle as much, you know? <laughs> yes. So I think just having the spark under me, is just giving me a lot of hustle and creativity and I've made some new partners and, uh, uh, and it's just been great. I mean, it's really been good. Fortunately, you know, thankfully, thank God I'm not sick. I, none of my family has been sick for the most part, my immediate family. And I lost a really good friend to this thing, which really sucked. But generally speaking, we're family, family safe. Business is pretty good. My business is actually up about 50% right now. Wow. Over last year. It's overall a good thing. Some of my businesses are way down, but my main businesses are way up. That's, yeah. that's, that's good to hear. And yeah. you mentioned something about getting your hustle back. Cause I remember this, you, you posted, you posted a pivot or pivot don't pause sometime in March and yeah, pivot, um, don't pause, yeah, right? pivot, pivot don't pause. You mentioned something about it's, um, this is not a vacation or a panic time. This is half time break in the biggest game of your life. And there are a lot of business owners around the world you mentioned they were there are free there were free uh there were times when you you freaked out first week yeah. it happened so and there were i think there were a lot of by this time they they must have received a lot of advices or tips or even hacks of what should they do really but right. uh for you what should a business person do during this pivot and pause period well, as a pivot, don't pause. I think the worst thing you can do, uh, there's an old joke. If you're going through hell, the secret's to keep going. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you don't want to stop in the middle of it, right? Yeah, yeah, just, you, you pass it. Like, you right. You just, keep, you just keep trucking, right? So I think the big secret to, I think the biggest secret anybody can have is just move your feet. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people, you know, a lot of people take comfort in quiet. A lot of people take comfort in religion and God and, you know, and one of my fr- one of my friends is a, a, a minister that I really like. And he says, pray and move your feet. You know, don't Honestly. wait for, don't wait for everything to be fixed for you. And, uh, and I really think that's, that's true. The, the biggest thing right now is don't stop, right? Mm-hmm. Don't stop. If mm-hmm. you, if, if uh, what you were doing doesn't work anymore, go to your audience 
and ask them what they need. You know, what do you need right now? And, and we did. We asked people what they needed. I started a survival, a business survival group and brought a lot of people into a new, a brand new community I never had before. And I said, what do you guys need? And a bunch of them were freaking out. And, and we, we helped a lot of people in that group. You know, my friend Kevin Nations and I helped a lot of people in that group. Mm-hmm. And some of those people, because we helped them, decided to hire us. So we built a new consultancy out of that. So we're doing, I think, around thirty to $40,000 a month now in consultancy built out of that group of just going out and kind of helping the general community. And there were thousands of people in that group. We only got three or four as clients, which is totally fine. And we weren't trying to sell them anything really. But when you, when you help people without expecting something in return, you oftentimes get something in return, right? Yes. And, and it worked out. There were a few people in that group that, that wanted to hire us to help them grow their business or to pivot through this period. And we did that. And, uh, and if nobody had hired us, that would have been okay too. I don't really care, but, but it's, it's nice, you know, you know, and most of the people, what we're, what I'm, I'm walking through an exercise with people, just asking them really, uh, how much time do you have, right? If you're in business right now, based on how your business is performing now, how much cash reserve you have, how much does it take to run your business? How long should you, how long do you have if you didn't, if things stayed the way they are now. And people have surprisingly much longer, much more time than they think they have. For the most part, they can trim expenses back and be able to function for a really long time. Well, this thing's not going to last for a really long time, yes. right? Yes. So you just got to, you just got to get real for a minute with yourself and not, don't panic, right? But it might be that, you know, temporarily your audience needs something that they don't normally need. And maybe you can provide that for them. Mm-hmm. And that may even just, that may become a brand new business for you that you didn't have before. Well, after all this is over with. So we were making like one of my businesses uh, manufactures little acrylic awards, trophies, mm-hmm. and nobody's buying trophies right now. Right. Uh, yes, but, yes. But, but everyone's buying those acrylic shields that go up at stores and at casinos where they're like dividers for COVID. So we just pivoted from making, awards to making shields for stores and casinos. Is that the one where in, um, I saw the picture, it has, um, it has the guy who's about to give you a Budweiser or something. Yeah, exactly. Oh, exactly. Just, yeah. So, so cool. we started making those things and we're selling thousands of them. Wow. It's a really good business. And as we move forward, um, maybe we sell those for a long time or maybe we don't, I don't know. But for right now, you know, we were able to, make a, a pivot using the same equipment and supplies that we always had just pivoted the business toward what the need was today. Right. Yes. And that's an example, right? If you're, you know, you may be a coach or a, cl- a consultant that mm-hmm. helps people to be more successful, right? Yes. Right now people are more concerned with holding on to what they have and maybe overcoming anxiety, for instance. Yeah, yes, it's true. Everybody has a lot of anxiety right now. So it might not be so much, let me change you to a positive-minded person and you'll go make a fortune. Maybe it's, hey, let me get help you get over some anxiety so that you can concentrate on the task in front of you right now and that you survive and you live to fight another day, right? Yes. So it made the expectation of the client may have changed. That is so awesome. They may need something different today than they needed. Three yes, months ago. And, and the good thing with, with that is that you would still you're still the person who who's who's there for them, and you're go- going to help them no, no matter what. Yeah, and if you're the person there for them in the tough times, mm-hmm. they'll remember you in the good times. It's true. 
you know, I'm a big, I'm a big believer in that. If you, you know, I posted sometime not too long ago that, you know, take a mental note to remember who checked on you during this time, who called you just to make sure you were okay. Right. Yes. yes. Those people are your friends and you should really think about them in the future. Those people that you don't hear from until everything's over with. Yeah. Maybe not so much, right? Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's a those are good points. Those are those are amazing. You mentioned Perry a while ago that the um, majority, uh, generally, your your business is good, but there there were so, some of your businesses were affected, and uh, but no one nobody expected this to happen. So, but uh, how did you manage to handle the? temporary halt of some of your businesses? Well, luckily for me, I'm always a diversified guy. Mm -hmm. So I I never have one business. I have three or four things going all the time. And I do that the same reason you never buy just one stock. Yeah. You buy diversified stocks. Yes. That way, if one is down and others up, in aggregate, you make a little less return potentially than you would be in one winning stock, but you have a lot less risk So like, for instance, I had a survival business, an emergency preparedness business, and a gun-related business. All those businesses are up right now. They were really down just prior to COVID. They were all kind of slow and down because the economy was so good and people weren't worried and whatever. So those businesses went up. Well, I own conventions.com. Yeah, yes, yes. I got super screwed on that one, right? (laughs) So had I had all my eggs into that basket, I don't know what I would have done, right? Yeah, yes. I would have pivoted probably to online conventions and trying to host online events. And we would have have probably got by, you know. It is, I just paused that business. I didn't Mm. kill it, I just paused it. And I'm working on these ones that that have more uh, promise right now. And... You know, when those start to fade out, conventions will probably be coming up and I'll move my attention, right? I'm a big believer in having multiple streams of income. Robert Allen's a friend of mine and, and, and he's a good guy and his theory in that book is really solid. I don't know very many multimillionaires that only do one thing. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, I can't think of one. Mm-hmm. Everybody that I know that makes a great deal of money does three or four things, or in some cases like me, I think I've got 11 businesses right now under my belt. Mm -hmm. And some of those businesses have sub-businesses. So, and and it makes my head hurt sometimes when I think about all of what I got to keep up with. But if you're good at building teams and you trust good, solid people like Carla that you know, and Mm -hmm. Alu that you know, I'm fortunate that I have very solid, super good people that work for me that take ownership in in the businesses. Yeah, I you mentioned about ownership. So uh, what do you look in uh, in a person that you'd love to be with in your team? So I think one of that is uh, embracing the ownership that you you envision. Is that uh, I would assume sure. and I and and for my for people that work for me, I, I call it entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the people that I hire, I hire them on a moderate salary but also a participation in earnings so that they can be an entrepreneur or they can have an entrepreneurial mindset, but work for a company with a lot of resources so they can, they can determine how much money they make. Right. Yes. Um, within an organization and still mm-hmm. have support. 
where when you're a, when you're an entrepreneur and in business all by yourself, you get to make all the money, but you oftentimes don't have the resources and tools that you need when you're young in your career. So it's a good place. And, and a, a lot of times my business partnerships come out of somebody who worked for me who has grown enough and learned enough mm-hmm. that over time they decide they want to go out on their own and do their own thing. I'll invest in their business. So I don't try to hold them back. I do just the opposite. I encourage them to go be entrepreneurial. It's very hard to get people to think entrepreneurially inside your company if they know they can never have true entrepreneurship. Yeah, it's true. You know what I mean? It's true. Yeah, Yeah. that's cool. 11 businesses. How will you know if the businesses that you are are building or incubating in terms of ideas are, are, are are going to prosper? You don't. It's just a like, simple, it's, simple answer. You know? <laughs> it's just like the movie uh, Finding Nemo. Like, how would you know we're right. not going to be in trouble? But if you throw, but if you if you go fishing tomorrow, mm-hmm. I don't know if you fish or not. But if you go fishing tomorrow and you put one bait on one hook mm-hmm. and you throw it in the water, you have one chance of catching a fish. Yes. If I throw eleven hooks in the water with eleven different kinds of bait, I've got a really good chance of catching three or four or five fish. And I've got to just be okay with not making too big of an investment into any one of them because sometimes they don't work. Sometimes ideas don't work. That's just the truth of that. But oftentimes what you can do when an idea doesn't work, you can take the people that were there and move them to another idea. And that other idea might work completely. Yeah. So I always try to hire smart people, curious people who like to read and who are competitive. Those are my four big and humble. If they're humble, uh, other than Carla, she's going to hear this and laugh at that. (laughs) If you're you're humble, smart, ambitious, competitive, and curious, those are kind of my, I don't really care how much experience they have or what they've done before. I hired a fellow today who's been a restaurant manager for 15 years. He knows nothing of business, but he's a good manager. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think he'll do well in the business just because he understands basic management skills. Yeah. I love that. I love those five. Um, yeah, no. As a business owner, how do you keep yourself updated with the industry trends? Cause you, you have, you have these businesses. Yeah. So it's me, hard. It's like, have, um, how do you, how do you keep yourself three, at least three steps uh, ahead of the others. Yeah. Well, I'm really lucky that I'm in a, I, I host a, a really large mastermind of really high performing people. So I've got 200 businesses that do over $10 million a year in my mastermind. And we meet a year called the war room. They pay me basically to tell me what they're doing. That's working, which is pretty freaking awesome. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. If you can get that, that's the way to do it. Otherwise I read a lot. I mean, I read, you know, I probably read uh, 10 books a month or so. I listen to them on audio, a lot of them. Uh, I drive a lot, unlike Manila, where you're stuck in traffic. But I guess you could do it in Manila. You could sit and listen in your car while you're stuck in traffic. Yeah, you guys can listen. You yeah, can listen to the encyclopedia just yes. going three miles. But, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. uh, I listen a lot. But, but one of the things, one of the little tricks for that that I found that's really cool is a lot of times employees want training. They're like, hey, can I get this training or can I get training on this or get training on that? And I'll almost always agree to buy them a training, no matter whose it is, as long as it's got a good reputation. And I'll say, great, 
yes, you can have the training. I'll pay for it. You go take it. And then I want you to come back and give the whole company a 12 slide presentation on what you learned. Wow. So boil it down. Yeah. And then they, I watch their presentations. So they take an eight hour course. They do a 30 minute presentation, give me the highlights mm -hmm. and they teach the whole company. They teach me and the whole company at the same time. And it's a really good way to keep me updated to keep the whole company updated. Even if the people in that, in the, in the company aren't necessarily in those divisions where they, let's say it's a Facebook buying course, right? And somebody else is a copywriter. At least they learn and appreciate what their coworkers do. Yes. And they may find it interesting, think they want to move over, but either way, that's kind of how I keep up to date. Cause yeah. Um, in, in one of my clients, we had, we had those, um, weekly it's every friday when everyone is given an assignment you you read an article and uh, you share to us what's what's up there because it right. could it, it could either be uh, a learning for 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 us and or they would encourage us to create an article out of it so it yeah. it builds us from our end it builds authority for ourselves sure. and at the same time they also have because it's featured in their website so it it boosts seo uh, brand and uh, authority, like the team that we have, uh, are are knowledgeable in this in this yeah. one. And what I love that, um, even if you already most likely you know or you already know what they're going to talk about, but still you're there and you're gonna listen to. Well, it. you never know because things really move quickly. Platforms move quickly and methods move quickly. I've just learned a brand new way of marketing to Facebook groups that's absolutely amazing that I never had any idea. And I have Facebook groups with thousands and thousands of people in them, but I wasn't engaging them properly. So I've just learned a whole new method through a partner of mine of engaging Facebook groups. So you never, you, you can never act like the minute you think you know everything, you stop listening to everyone else. That's the day that your career is going to start tanking. Yeah. it's the Whether you feel it or not, it's going to tank. And you, you're dead by that time. This I want to thank you and Ryan Dice for opening Digital Marketer, Digital Marketing Lab uh, a month ago. I have friends who are so thankful. I, I have this one friend. He asked his clients if he could pause or, or lessen his work time so that he could spend his uh, a month studying and getting all the certificates. And he's just going to be so much better when he's done, right? Yes. Yeah. And it felt good. And we were just so happy for him. I, I alone, I spent, I spent uh, an, a month. It's like my, it's like my world paused for a month. <laughs> I made sure I studied and I, I came across the workshops, which, which were really good. And I'm really thankful for you and Ryan for opening that up to, to. That was really people. way more Ryan than me. And I'd, I'd be glad to take the credit normally, but <laughs> But that was really Ryan. I sold most of my interest in digital marketer and the and traffic conversion summit and all that stuff last year to Ryan. And uh, but we're still partners in War Room and we're still partners in TNC. And uh, Ryan and I have been business partners for now. I think this year's fourteen years. Wow. So yeah, so he's a great, great guy. And uh, Rich, he and Richard Lindner uh, put that deal together, and I thought it was really the right thing to do at the right time, and it was really good, helpful for people. And, uh, and it's, you know, what's great. It's good for digital marker because a lot of those people will continue on now to be paid subscribers. It's true. It's you know, true. so it's, it's, it's an example of doing something, um, you know, doing good for the community, but also benefiting from that good. It's good. 
and yeah. uh, one of the one of the uh, one of the uh, workshops or no, it's the dags. It's the dags that I really spent a lot of time with, and so I saw you there again, and you mentioned about premiums and you also mentioned yeah. about premiums when we when you I'm a huge believer in premiums. Yeah, you are a huge advocate of premiums. Will giving premiums still work today? Want to find out Perry's answer to that question? Well, you're going to have to stay tuned to the next episode. All together, let's pray the entrepreneur's prayer. Almighty Father, Thank you for giving me this business. Assist me in the acquisition of all our needs, people, supplies, and other things necessary for its operation. I pray that you bestow upon me the strength in managing the business and help me maintain my humility in spite of whatever success I'll have in the future. Guide me in times of crisis. Guide me in every step I take in running my business. Let all my business endeavors be an example of a sincere service that will ultimately lead me to bring health, wealth, and prosperity in our nation. Bless all my team members, my partners, and my customers. Grant me trust and faith for the success of my business ventures, even in the face of impossibilities. Make all my actions and plans full of love for you and for others. Pour out your blessings on my business. In Jesus' name, amen. That's a wrap for this week's Pin to Talk. Tell us what you think about the show. Send in your rating and comments on your favorite podcast platform now. For questions and suggestions, email pintotop at anchristine.com. That's P-I-N-T-O-T-O-P at anchristine.com. Thanks for listening and have a great day.